So as David Creighton here outside the Ottawa Provincial Courthouse, we just had the fourth day of testimony in the Tamara Leach, Chris Barber trial. And believe me, some of the incidents today, some of the unfolding had to be seen to be believed. You have to wonder what the Crown Council is trying to achieve with some of these videos. They were upbraided on numerous occasions by the judge for not being prepared, for doing things improperly, for dumping documents that they did not share with the defense. And the video they aired this afternoon was bizarre, to say the least. So I'm going to try to interview the lawyer for Tamara Leach momentarily. But we'll be back next week covering this story and covering this trial. Because this is not just about the Freedom Convoy. It's not just about Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. It's about all of our freedom. That's why I'm calling this the Freedom Trial. Signing off for now. Yes, welcome back to another Take 5. David Creighton, let's stand on guard. And yes, I hope you enjoyed those uh, clips. That Tamara Leach was looking very confident and very happy and very positive. She has been that way since I first talked to her at the beginning of the trial. And I hope you enjoyed that uh, stand up. That was the end of the day. It was a long day and I've got lots to, to tell you about. It was a bizarre day because the prosecution dropped thousands of documents, text messages, chats, all kinds of social media material on the court today without disclosing it first to the defense. Now, naturally, the defense was upset about this because they have a right, of course, to see what is going to be presented in court as evidence. But not only was the defense upset, the judge was upset. And the judge said she was not impressed by this. And she said, this is not going to stand. Consequently, the defense has to go through all of this stuff, all of these text messages, these chat messages, and examine and assess them. Well, uh, there's uh, 212 uh, pages of Facebook postings. There's uh, excerpts from 4,000 pages of cell phone uh, download. There's uh, we're supposed to receive uh, 135 uh, chats uh, from the 4,000 pages of, uh, of chats. Um, it just it goes on and on. But there was it, an application also. There's some like elements that they have to work on over the weekend and send to you, not, yeah. not only in, in disclosure, but yeah. what, what are you expecting to get? Your, what you're referring to there is the Carter application. And this is, uh, from time to time, this, this kind of application happens, and it's basically an application to use uh, that which one party said against the other. And uh, that's a simple version of it, but we need to know 
what is admitted, what is admissible by the court, um, before we know whether it's going to be used or not against, the, against each of the accused persons. Um, At the very least, can you see this trial going beyond 16 days? Can you see it not going? You've heard the comments of the judge. She is, she is concerned that we don't have enough time to get this done in the time frame that's been set. So, I mean, that's that's the judge's concern. And, uh, if, it's her, if it's her concern, it's our concern. Three more days for this trial, but it could even be longer. And once again, we go back to look at the expense, the time, and the energy that's going into the prosecution of two people who peacefully protested in Ottawa in late January, mid-February 2022. And you don't think this is anything about politics? You think these people really committed crimes worthy of this? There were no crimes committed. You know, they may have been charged with ridiculous offenses, you know, inciting people to mischief, mischief, obstructing the police, on and on. And the funny thing is, there's just no evidence for this. And this is about their politics, exactly what the Crown suggested it wasn't about. And this proves it again today. They are just throwing things against the wall and hoping they, they stick. And the judge, God bless her, Heather per Perkins McVeigh, is not standing for this. Saying, no, you come to court and you throw this stuff around, you, you come ill-prepared, you don't seem to know what you're, what you're doing, and no, it's not going to pass. So I'm enthused. I'm exhorted by that, because it looks like we have a judge who's going to be fair and is not going to be answering to politics, because that's all this trial is about. It's all about politics and trying to destroy two people who were part of the Freedom Convoy so that nobody will try it again. Stand up to the Trudeau government with this kind of effective protest, peaceful but effective, and Trudeau says, no, you're in the dustbin. I think they're going to win this. I think Tamara Leach and Chris Barber are going to win this. I'm calling this the freedom trial because it's not just about Leach and Barber. It's not just about the Freedom Convoy in 2022. It's about our freedom today. It's about our freedom of expression, our freedom to protest. And this is what this is all about. Incredible. It, as bad as things were in the morning for the prosecution, it even got worse in the afternoon. They started showing videos, news conference videos from the Freedom Convoy period. And I swear, the prosecution did not even seem to have previewed their own videos. Not only were they incredibly positive depictions of Leach and Barber, who were in the videos, but of the entire convoy. Many times it was clearly stated in these videos that this protest was to be nonviolent and was to continue to be nonviolent. That they were not to get in the way to be obstacles to the police. They were not to cause unrest. It was not an occupation. Clearly stated in a second video, 
everybody in the court heard it, an iPhone or cell phone ringing loudly. We all recognized the ringtone. We looked around to see, was somebody in the courtroom leaving their phone on? Because we were told by the judge to silence our phones or else phones might be confiscated because they cause a disturbance. So everybody naturally looked around and said, oh, somebody left their phone on. No. The phone sound, which was magnified by about 10 times, was coming from the video. And it was so loud, it was overshadowing, overpowering everything else that was going on in the video. Did the Crown Council even preview the video? He didn't seem to know why that was there. He didn't anticipate it coming. He didn't turn the sound down. He didn't seem to know why it was there. He didn't seem to know how far he had to go in the video fast forwarding to get beyond it. He had no idea. What kind of a gong show are they running here? Some people are even suggesting this is self-sabotage on, beh on behalf of the prosecution. Why? God knows why. Are they trying to get out of this because they know it looks ridiculous? Canada looks not just authoritarian, but stupid on the world stage, but ridiculous on the world stage? I don't know. All I know is I've never seen a more inept prosecution. I've never seen a prosecution more arrogant, thinking they can just do whatever they want in isolation. I've never seen a prosecution so badly put together. And if the trial resumes next week, I am going to keep covering this trial because I believe this could be a turning point in this country. I believe Freedom Convoy is going to win. And I believe freedom is going to win. I'll have more to say about this next week. Thank you so much for listening today. Keep watching next week because we are going to be with this trial to the end. <laughs> Hi, this is David Creighton from Creighton's Right and Stand on Guard. Join the resistance, resolve to resist. Become a member of this station. I've been practicing journalism in one form or another for over 30 years. I've worked in print, radio, and television for a lot of prestigious publications and media outlets. I was an Armed Forces Public Affairs Officer. I worked in Parliament Hill. I know how Ottawa works, and I know how corrupt federal government can be. But you can play a part in opposing Justin Trudeau's government and Justin Trudeau's plans for Canada. You can become a part of the Creighton's Right Resistance. Now, I urge you today, please support this station in any way you can. Ring that bell, subscribe, because that ensures you're at least going to continue to be able to watch these episodes. You'll beat the algorithm. But more importantly, I need your financial support. I hate to ask, but that's what I'm doing. I'm in a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with Buy Me a Coffee, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, 
If you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today.